Listening to Talk Spirit Emma Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. In today's episode, we are going to be doing our spoiler cast on the fall 2017 anime season. We're from talkspirit.com. You can go there for all of our anime, new and old, as well as, our, as well as our great community in the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. But yes, it's our spoiler cast. For those who don't know, we go through all these shows that we are currently watching in the fall 2017 season, and we'll be doing full on spoilers for each of those shows. Um, I will be doing timestamps in the description for this podcast episode. If you're watching, like, or you're listening on iTunes or something, you can usually tap on the album art, and the, in the description, it'll actually have the timestamps. So, if we say a title, um, we'll usually give a couple seconds, and you can pause it or whatever, and then skip ahead to where you're on a show that you want to listen to that's okay to listen to. Or there's a lot of people out there that just don't really care about spoilers, and they're fine with listening to our full perspective on each of these shows. So it's kind of a nice little primer before we do our full-on re- uh, reviews, because, of course, when we do our reviews, we don't spoil anything, because there's no point in reviewing something and spoiling it, because you go to review to find out if you want to watch it. Uh, so yeah. And suffice to say, if you listen to this particular thing and you're okay with spoilers, just keep in mind that a lot of the points that we hit on these things will probably be something we'll talk about in our reviews themselves. So you're going to hear a little bit of repeating there, but um, we try to fit both audience, those that like the spoilers and some that don't. So, yeah. Are you ready? You ready to dive deep dive into all this stuff? I hope so. <laughs> I guess without further ado, we can jump right into it. Our first one we have here is The Ancient Magus' Bride. Um, this one... I, I, I've really been absolutely uh, loving how they've been adapting this this particular uh, series and just seeing all these things being you know visually uh, displayed. I, I there was the scene where she was when she first meets Angelica, and I was really excited to see that adapted, and it didn't seem like it it hit as much of impact as when I see it, when I read it in the manga. Um, it was still a cool scene, but I think probably Elias going nuts after uh, Chise got stabbed was like, okay, yeah, they, they pulled off Elias going absolute berserk and going crazy. This this show has been absolutely a blast to watch, I, and, and I'm going at it, <laughs> and I'm going at it from a not having read the manga uh, uh, perspective, and just 
such a beautiful show and then watching some of these really cool scenes and Andrew it's it's kind of in in one respect I like the fact that Andrew is going I can't wait to see this scene and I'm like okay something exciting is going on and at the same time I'm like shut up Andrew I just want to see the show because it's just so great and they've been pre- they've been pretty faithful to it. I, I haven't seen really anything that's been not included or included. I kind of got confused as to the placement of the fairy story, which is the the fairy that feeds off of uh, humans, and um, in return they give them uh, more adept to whatever they're into. Um, I I want to say that the story that they told there wasn't as well done as in the manga, just because in the manga it it goes into how she was the fairy was with her previous. Uh, host so to speak the one that she was drawing from and it shows in the manga where she's leaving him and then she meets the guy in the middle of a, f- a flower field and he she says that she looked like he actually seen her um so it does seem like that whole bit was taken off it just kind of jumped right into him saying how she he met her uh, so that was you know not a big deal but i felt like the story was a little bit longer in the manga but outside of that i mean it was a it was a beautiful little kind of quick story that kind of told with that that fairy and how she doesn't you know he doesn't have any kind of draw and she doesn't really kind of feed off him so it was really kind of cute don't Dra- tell don't tell me uh tell, tell him anything or i'll eat you or something like that <laughs> the dragon story absolutely blew me away um just the emotion of that that moment just knocked it out of the park for me yeah that was that was really cool i mean the the flying scene was a little bit kind of drawn out in the way they kind of kept one frame but not one frame but one little uh shot but it was a really beautiful shot so it doesn't matter (laughs) the only the only kind of uh odd thing that i noticed that's different they didn't in the manga they never showed her sign up to being sold in the manga it, it opens up with her on the stage and alias comes in and i thought that was kind of interesting i i like that they actually put that pre-scene in there i haven't actually read the monk the show is actually up to the point that i've read which is like at the very end of the, f- the third volume so they have plenty of stuff to work with they still have seven uh total but it was it was kind of i like that they put that scene in before because i think it gives context to this wasn't this was a decision that she made and it gives more weight to the mindset that she's in which i i really appreciate um and the other thing that's different in the show is that they they keep adding uh visions of her mother which i don't remember really seeing in the show or in the manga they it seems like they're touching on certain aspects that might be later in the manga earlier so it gives you more context to her state of mind i do which i I think is good i also like the fact that they did the the prequel story which gives a lot more context to in in my opinion i i think that her her uh, seeing her life uh, up until the point where she gets to the the auctioneer quote unquote auctioneer block gives a lot more context to her signing her life away the the fact that she felt so trapped and it felt like there was nothing left of her life that was worth her um uh doing anything with and so she just wanted to take her chances with whoever you yeah, know what it, I'm it gives context to how she's constantly kind of uh, relying on I- Alias. And it's funny because like Angelica will constantly kind of question her dependence on him. And everybody kind of questions, okay, look, this guy is bad. You can't be with him. And she's like, I don't know. He gave me a home and nobody else would. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a sad thing, but it's literally saying 
look, all these humans that I've been with this entire time have all treated me like garbage. And yet this is the first, this is a monster and he treats me with more respect than anybody exactly. I've dealt with. So it's like, who's the monster really? Exactly. Um, but it, it was cool because again, uh, with the last episode we watched, which was episode 10, they technically started getting into stuff that I have not read yet, which was, uh, Elias's part of Elias's backstory, which is when, um, Lindell meets Elias, which was really cool to kind of see where, uh, that, that they have more connection than I originally knew about when they went to the dragon place and this Lindell guy was kind of teasing them. So. I, th- I thought that the 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 fey the fey forest was kind of interesting. I liked the the kind of uh, uh, kind of teasing of where 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 uh, Alias's uh, uh, background is coming from. And yeah, like Andrew was saying, uh, with uh, Lindell and his his background on him. So it was it, it's it's interesting to see all this stuff. I like I like the 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 overall. Uh, writing of this world because it's just so much going on in this world that that's just I love I, I eat all this stuff up and that was something I was actually uh, expecting um, seeing the source material I knew that this was going to be something that I loved just because with the source material and the same with this is it it, it it shows magic it shows these oddities of this world but doesn't take the time to sit there and kind of get scientific about it or get really into it um, to have all these different kind of full these different uh mythological creatures kind of all being meshed together is pretty cool and that, I, so i kept teasing you about it the cat story i kept teasing him about that it's gonna get really dark was it as was it as bad as i was making it out to be no not no i mean seeing the bad blow up was pretty bad it was bad i i i don't i don't don't disagree with that it did get kind of dark but but it has not, a, it has a knack for going okay and then here they are and they're being sent off together and it kind of gives a little romantic ending to it even though it still is bittersweet to yeah, the end it definitely is um i and and not to mention uh ruth's story i loved it it just talk about trying to make me cry I like it, it. it was somebody said it pretty well and i, I do agree it, it, i like how they kind of play off the fact that this is a dog and yeah. yet it, it thought it was a human the entire time and it was a <laughs> sister or the brother to this this girl and then it kind of comes back with you're just a dog kind of thing. Yeah, it was really really cool. I can't wait to see uh, Silky. I, I thought her name was uh, Silver. So uh, they they translate as uh, Silver Lady or something like that. But uh, yeah, it kind of goes back and forth between the two of them. But I can't wait to see her story. Um, I I I have a I have a an idea that they're just going to they're not going to leave anybody out. I think that everybody's going to get their chance in the spotlight and I can't wait I to see it. I want to say that I don't think Silky's ever left the place, so I wonder if she's kind of bound to the house. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Cool stuff though. I I'm definitely enjoying this adaptation, so yeah, 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 yeah. So, next one we have is Blood Blockade Battlefront. Um this is the second season of it. I don't really have much to say here. It is just kind of uh is still doing the episodic thing, and I'm kind of curious if they'll end up finally getting into the sister. Uh, they they seem to be hinting at her a lot. I did really like uh, uh, Chain's little story. It just it has a habit of continuing that whole dark uh, humor with the with the comedy somehow <laughs> middle in there. Uh, but I don't really have there hasn't really been anything that happens that it's like oh my gosh I got to talk about this. So um, hopefully in the later parts I'll finally have something to really dive into. Just it's still fun, like it's always been. Black Clover, anything big happening in Black Clover? Uh, I if 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 the uh, the bleach moment didn't didn't tease you in, I don't know that I could really do the, do much of anything special. 
Um, I do think that um, they're they're doing something interesting with um, the quote unquote princess girl, which I think might be might be fun to see where they go with that one. Um, but other than that, I it's it's I I almost want to say it's more like a fairy tale than 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 anything else, and and so I, I'm. I'm at a loss. I, 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 I can't wait to see where they go from here. I, I, it is interesting. I don't think they've really lived up to the hype so much yet. I, I still haven't gotten to that moment yet. You're I avoiding guess. spoilers. What's the bleach moment? <laughs> Do you remember the first time one of the captains walked into the area with uh, Ichigo? Mm-hmm. And he, he kind of slammed down on his feet, and they, they did that power moment of man the the captains are just so overpowered that right. you you and and you you told me at one point that you loved that that they did that with bleach you know same with naruto i like the fact the captains or the 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 adults were actually better and yeah, stronger that that i had they had one of those moments in that the, the show so it was it was kind of like okay this is cool so yeah i figured if anything was to to do that it would have been that yeah uh, just Asta. Just Asta. <laughs> food Wars. I'm I'm mixed on the season of Food Wars because I, on one half, I'm not really caring too much about Arina's father and how he's reforming the entire school and how they're over-dramatizing. It's like, oh my gosh, everything's going to be ruined. His mindset of cooking is so bad and, and ours are better. And it, he's, he's taking over all the clubs and removing all these clubs. And I'm just not getting it. I did like... Diving into what makes Erina Erina, which that was cool. But other than that, it's been pretty much uh, yeah the standard Aaron, the food war stuff. The last few episodes <laughs> he's gonna get kicked out of school again. The last few episodes have been so hit and miss for me. It's it's like I I agree with Andrew. The Erina thing was absolutely wonderful. Loved it. Um, but the I my biggest hang up in the last few episodes was the the uh. Uh, they they were doing a shokugeki and and the entire board was um was paid off or something like that to make it to where soma was it was absolutely impossible for soma to win there's no way for him him to win a, a shokugeki and it's like my entire time this is one of the few times where i i go with andrew on on the idea of i know how this is going to end there's no way that this is going to happen why are you doing this um and and I, i'm sitting there going Soma's going to make them eat the food and they're going to to go in his favor. So why are we even trying to pretend like they're actually going to be paid off and, and stuff like that? And so, yeah. it's But it still has, despite that, it still has this element that I really love about it, which is Soma's so dorky and, and you know, full of himself and not proper that whenever he breaks these people that are overly serious i love it every single time so even though i do hate the fact that they have this you know they're over dramatizing this whole thing about the the father uh taking over the school just having someone like show up in front of the camera and say hey uh, hello he's he's so out of place in this world and that's what i really love about soma so it's like i love the characters i love soma i just don't i'm not really into the story that they have and i guess that's how i've been with the entire series so and about dang time they added a lolly chef I knew you were going to love that. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. Chris loves this show now. <laughs> uh, Junie Tyson's the next one. So run away if you're not 
you know, want spoilers because there's like deaths left and right with this show. So probably don't want to spoil on this one. Uh, yeah, this one, I was so in love with it at the beginning <laughs> and it's kind of dwindled off, but it still has these moments that makes me go, I'm still glad I'm watching this. It, cause it started off, the show started off with this whole idea of like, I knew that people were going to be dropping like flies. I didn't know how quick and brutal it was going to be. Like starting off with the, the boar girl, it, it, it gives you her entire backstory. And then literally she dies in like not even a split second. <laughs> Which I was totally into. I was like, "Wow, that was that was really brutal." And I was loving Usagi. The Us- the bunny guy was just. I got a kick out of his really odd look to him and how he acted and how he talked. Like, oh, that wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything. And he has that weird little head jerking that he's doing. And I loved I, I loved uh, the the chicken story. I thought it was cool. Um, and the way that she died was brutal as well. That first person perspective sword of the forehead was like it made me cringe and then after that it, when they i guess it's when they lost the monkey when the monkey died which was probably the most dissatisfying episodes ever like because the monkey died and uh was what's the what's the old man he was the goat the sheep goat yeah their death was like so it felt pointless and then after that every death after that felt really pointless and no real build up but I still liked how they they sold me on Ush, the 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 ox, which I didn't think they would. Um, I liked Tora's story in the end. It was, her first story was just kind of bad, but so it's kind of like the combat sequences and everything, and of course the the production values kind of seem to drop quickly as well. But it started out really strong, and I was liking the backstories. I liked the chicken's backstory. I liked the monkey's backstory. Even the boars was really twisted, but I liked it. The dog was nothing. <laughs> uh, but And the action kind of drifted off, but I still like that they're managing to make me kind of like the characters. But for the most part, it's it's kind of dwindled off for me, the, unfortunately. The, 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 the strongest thing that I can say for this show, because I, I'm still very mixed on this show. I think the strongest thing that this show has going for it is the backstories. I think that if anything that comes out of it is I, I I'll definitely be pointing out that they these these have got some very interesting backstories. I I I I kind of disagree with Andrew on on a lot of the um even the 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 lesser of the the characters. I think they're I mean uh the dog story was about the only one that didn't care much yeah, for. I and, mean and that and was that, literally that one, I bite people and it poisons them. <laughs> That one is literally kind of the weakest of all of them. He's a mercenary, I, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. They're and all mercenaries, technically. But of all of them, I I, I do think has pulled it off. And 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 if they can pull off anything with Usagi that actually will give me an idea of what they're going to do with it, I think I think he's building an army to take down the whole Zodiac War thing. I I truly think is he's you, you think he's going to end up being the s- secret good guy out of the entire show. <laughs> well, you have you have the theory of the mouse. Yeah, I I think, but I think it, I think in the end it's going to be Usagi's going to kill everybody. The mouse might now. Okay, here's my two thoughts. One path is that Usagi's building an entire army of all these Zodiac uh, warriors, and he's going to take down the world. Basically, he's going to take down this system that's built because it it technically it's about this Zodiac War that happens every now and then, but there's, like, these different people that have these unique powers, and they're used as mercenaries. It's not a very bright world. My other thought, and this is taking the name, the 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 slogans, literally. 
I think Usagi will, you know, kill everybody and enslave most of them. Some of them are kind of destroyed already. Um, like the, what was it? The, the horse guy, he's, he's done. He's, he was too charred. He couldn't use him. But I think he's going to gather them all. And then the mouse's whole thing is killing everything. I think he'll be the one that kills all of them because he can kill everything. Or his, his title is kill everything. The only, the only, there's only, what, two, two backstories we haven't gotten yet. And that is, and, and if you've watched the show, you know that absolute death flag is if you get any kind of backstory, you're gonna, you're dead. So that means, (laughs) that means Ox is gone because we technically got his backstory with Torah and they, they kind of played it off that it's Torah's uh, backstory, but either that or Torah got two, two episodes worth of backstory and that ain't happening. Um, so the only two that we have not gotten so far is Usagi and Rat. So we, the next one is going to decide who's who's going to be the winner. Obviously, because whoever gets a a backstory is the next one dead. We're on episode ten, by the way. I should have said at the beginning. Yeah. Um. This, so and and I like I I, I kind of like Andrew's idea. The idea of if if usagi ends up being the secret uh good guy in the end that that'd be interesting i still think that um my my theory I don't is think he's a good guy but i think this this world kind of paints people as that moral middle like technically like the the brothers they were doing something good when they were paid to do something good but then they would do something bad because they were paid to it and a lot of these people are kind of at, at that point it's like they're just whatever side that they are paid to do in most cases except for maybe the ox the ox seems to be very driven by justice whatever um, I like I, his I like his two step process. It's so simple, but it's so cool. <laughs> I think about it and I do it, <laughs> or I choose and then I do, then I act or something like that. And 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 my my little theory on on uh, Rat was that Rat is actually the necromancer and he's actually the one that's uh, controlling Usagi because we just got an entire episode where he was absolutely destroyed and still got up and kept going. So. Who knows? Maybe somebody's controlling Usagi. I knew Usagi wasn't dead. Everybody knew Usagi wasn't <laughs> we dead. We knew when that. I shredded him. Um, so it, it's it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I it, it's it's a fun, interesting uh, world so far. I don't care for all the blood and gore, but hey, I, I but I do agree that the the, the backstories are definitely the strength of it. And like I said, though, there's there's some like the dog that just doesn't seem like it has anything to it. Um, but like I said, the, the brothers, they, they danced the moral grounds and it was really dark kind of in a way. Um, I do see them possibly going, cause they have two episodes left. So they can essentially do Usagi and mouses as the last two episodes. So it definitely kind of paints the mouses lasting till the end at least. So sadly, Ox is going to die, even though they just sold me on Ox. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the habit they have of doing. But I liked a lot of the, uh, the thing that was really grabbed me the early parts was not just the the brutal deaths and the backstory it was just the dialogue because it was really playing off of uh like the monkey and how the monkey was turning how the chicken was acting the chicken betray uh had this whole standoff with uh, the dog on who was going to betray who first because it started off with the dog and he's going i'm just going to wait until the betrayer and then you find out that she's thinking the same exact thing and she gets the bite and then <laughs> He's like, you gotta, you gotta control her, calm yourself. And he's like, like this, and crushes his face. I was like, oh my gosh, that was wicked. <laughs> that was left field. I, I get a kick out of technically the only two that have not been morally gray, if you think about it, is monkey and uh, and boar, because boar was technically yeah. more morally dark, but you kind of know why because of the fact that she was um, kind of thrown to the side, and that made her go dark. 
and monkey was kind of sister (laughs) yeah monkey was kind of morally light uh, but she kind of with what she was doing was kind of morally uh gray so yeah it's it's interesting like the old man (laughs) zodiac war in space he got set up that wind easy all you gotta do is blow up the spaceship or the satellite whatever space station thingy uh, next one we have is Inuyashiki. I'm going to start remembering to actually say what episode we're on beforehand. Inuyashiki, we're on nine. So, where do you think this is going? How do you how do you like do you like or dislike where this is going? They did the freaking nine eleven plane thing. Like, Ajin <laughs> did not want to do. Um, that was a little bit shocking. But uh, the, I I'm 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 real I'm still kind of mixed on this. I do like the fact that they. I wish they would dig a little bit more into their psyches, which I think is probably the the this show's weak point. They they've got so much of a um a realm of digging into that and yet they it so feels uh surface level. It I I like the fact that uh Shishigami is is sitting there and he's obviously got this um uh, psychopathic thing going on there that he, he he's not in he can't feel anything and so enemy he of the d- state too kind of thing yeah and he's the enemy of the state and so that's what's driving him to declare war on the world and or on on Japan and I like that that they have that right there but they're not digging into it in any way shape or form um I and I know I don't really want it to become a a talk talky uh why is what is this but at the same time i do kind of want them to explore it a little bit does that make sense yeah i th- when we were doing the first impressions you were talking about them getting the psyches and i'm like i haven't i haven't caught any of that it it literally seems like very surface level i guess is the best way to put it exactly it's very it's very surface level on what it's doing because it's like oh here's the really nice guy here's the the guy that doesn't have feelings or seems to think that he lost his feelings with his his transformation or maybe they just messed something up when they transformed him um, or maybe he just didn't take it as well as as uh, well, Inuyashiki did. Well, they hinted at at the fact that he was already psychotic before then, so it wasn't something that that is necessarily um, a a flaw in the way they rebuilt him. He was already like that. That's why uh, his I don't friend. I'm saying that his friend pointed it out when he was talking about their backstory. Oh. He was saying, oh yeah, he was saying something about torturing right. animals or something like that. Yeah, and, and so they, they, he's already had that, and and I, like I said, I wish they would have dug into that a bit more, but they never did. And Inuyashiki, being the exact opposite of Shishigami, they could, that could be kind of the the tying the bow on the on the top of how does a person become a hero? Does it that that person necessarily have to have something a, a bad life to become a hero? Or like Shishigami, does it necessarily have to have? Does that person necessarily have to be a secluded, live a secluded life to become a uh, a mass murderer? These are all things that they could have dug into, and I feel like they they're doing the show a disservice by not doing that. Yeah, but it. it but like I said, it, it's it's pretty surface level on how it's doing its characters. It, it's literally like I said, the good guy and the bad guy, and the bad guy is kind of built through this kind of chaotic. Uh, downfall. I mean, he technically brought it on himself by murdering households after households randomly. Um, but even after he tries to kind of correct himself with Shion, he still ends up falling down that path even further just from the moment that uh, they get attacked. I, The way that I see it ending, 
is I guess we're on nine, so we have like two more episodes left. And again, we haven't read them. I haven't read the manga or anything. Yeah, we have two more episodes left. Oh yeah, this is the I, the Noitamina block, right? Yes, I think so. Um, but uh, the way I see it ending, and I don't think it's it's trying to. I don't think the writer's trying to redeem Hero, but I do see uh, Hero being pushed by either by Inuyashiki or by possibly uh, Shion to basically find redemption in the idea that he will probably sacrifice himself to stop the asteroid because they've been they've been hanging and of course the asteroid is probably going to be the aliens or a spaceship or something like that and maybe it's going to return and they're gonna have to fight the aliens but i see shishigami probably sacrificing himself to stop the aliens and that will be because i don't think it's going to be a straight up inyashiki kills shishigami i don't think i don't think it'll be that that easy with it so yeah i agree i think that 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 would probably be the end game if anything of uh having i either that or both of them uh going and stopping it as a way to or or possibly that uh you have a combination between ando and and shion uh, break finally breaking through to Shishigami and saying this is a real hero. That's that's Ino Yashiki, and he <laughs> he decides that he has to uh, beat Ino Yashiki. So they both go and stop the 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 meteor. So that's the, that's the direction I could see. My random prediction, but I kind of I kind of see Ando being the break for Shishigami because I think that Shishigami is going to kill Ando. I think because right now he is he is his he says it's his uh, his main uh, his main uh, enemy his a- main enemy enemy yeah so that 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 is his next focus is going to be to take him down yeah it's it's Noitamina. yeah so uh, I I know that he 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 has a hookup on on Ando that's that's for sure um so we'll we'll see how how that all plays out I kind of thought it was pretty crafty how they used the digital aspect to. <laughs> To transfer, it was really dark. <laughs> that guy really is way d- too overpowered. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, I okay. I I don't like the mass murder. It, it is supposed to be unsettling. Seeing all these people being shot down in the streets, seeing the plane come down that just we just got seen has a a, a baby in it, and you, you got to see the baby just before they kill it. Half expecting him to do something Having, with the cell phone in front of the baby's face. I was like, no, yeah. stop, stop. I was like, I know that they're, they're totally trolling. They totally troll us with that one. But I mean the the father drowning the baby uh, the kid in the bathtub when they when he shot him like there's nothing that's going to redeem this guy and it's very gruesome it's very unsettling it's very violent but at the same time the only deaths that I can say I'm like okay I'm all right with that is the trolls <laughs> it's like it, it took the time to have him kill and it, it's like you almost think the writer had like like at the very beginning it has like shishigami reading manga with ando and and he they, they're literally taking jabs at gantz which is this guy's other work and then they get into this whole thing where he's killing these trolls on reddit and stuff like that and it's like you could totally see that he's like projecting himself to this stuff <laughs> Because it's like, I wonder if he's like, I want to see these people die. So I'm going to, I'm going to write about this guy, you know, shooting these people through their, uh, their monitors as they're trolling about this, what's happening. It's be like, warned, I might actually be a robot in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like the whole thing with the, you know, he's, he's declaring war on Japan. He's going to kill a, a thousand people or whatever. And these girls are going, oh my gosh, he's so hot. I want to get with this guy. What are you talking about? He's killing people. No, he's totally hot. And it's like, 
Yes, one of them died. Thank you. <laughs> I was just waiting for one of them to die. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah, the, the little kid that brings his phone up to his ear. Like, don't no, put it down. Put it down. And everybody's just like just dropping their phone. That was a little weird. It's like nobody's going to drop their phone. They'll probably put it in their pocket, but they're going to drop their phones. No, for <laughs> once, for once, people make sane decisions and Andrew's critiquing that. Okay, I'm sorry. It's good they're dropping their phones. They should be. No, because the girls were, are, were like, no, I can't live without my phone and oh my still gosh. carry it. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, just don't look at it or don't put it up to your ear. You just don't want to put it to your ear. Yeah, anything else on that one? Uh, I was just always, I was, I, I kept expecting him to kill Shion and her, and her grandma. So it's nice to see that they're kind of protected for now <laughs> until he gets bored of them and just shoots them. No, bung. he's getting mad at Shion. Shoot. Bung. No, I think he's still got to protect her. I mean, he's the, literally purging the... all Japan just for her. <laughs> and it's such the, 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 the kind of joke that's came out of that was me and Andrew go, bung, 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 <laughs> bung. I did it here recently. I forget what it was for. Just like, he's angry. Bum. Oh. No, it was it was another show we were watching. And I'm just like, there he goes. Bum. Oh, <laughs> didn't do it. Darn it. He's not. She, she got me. Uh, next one we have is Just Because. Uh, the only thing I really have to talk about Just Because is my frustration. You had, you're, you're probably all expecting it, but my frustration. This show has like, what, two love pentagons that are going on right now one love triangle and one like hexagon or something like that or what, what's what's the five one is that he- yeah like i and the only one that i'm the only love effect that i'm i, I mean i like i like soma and morikawa that's kind of cute i love their relationship um but i'm i just i know it's not gonna happen the moment that komiya had interest in izumi i was like girl you're cute, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's not going to... This show has painted Natsumi with Izumi from the very beginning. It's not going to happen for you, girl. I like that when uh, Komiya asked uh, Natsumi if she could ask Izumi. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, yada. <laughs> but I, it's like, I, I know this show is going to break my heart. Komiya, just just give up. Just go be happy. with Like... Suruwatari, he's he's all right. Or, or uh, Suzuki. Are cute. you are you going with somebody other than the childhood friend, Andrew? Yes, for once. <laughs> the only way a childhood friend's gonna work is that they paint it from the very beginning and have no random uh, moe girl show up out of nowhere that can't take care of herself. This has been absolutely <laughs> a, a a treat of a show a show oh, for me. Well, I didn't it's, get my upset. We're on nine, it, and it's it, it's been I. I at at one point, I was getting kind of frustrated at the the pacing of it, and it's not, and I don't know how to better describe it other than the fact that because of how slice of life it is, I mean, it feels slow. It's and it's yet, very natural, yeah. And how slow it is, and, and, and I, I think that's something that I kind of drawn. That was the same as uh, Suki Kirai. I like that show for its natural slow move. Exactly, and and it's it, it was something that I don't know why I. I don't, and I still feel it here and there for, uh, when I'm watching the show. It's like, oh my gosh, we're going to watch another episode of this. And, and I end up enjoying every episode. I don't wow. know why I, I feel like I was it. looking for every episode, but I just, I'm just loving Komiya and I'm just It's the weirdest thing because, like I said, at, at the end of the episode, I'm always happy that I watched it. But at the beginning of the episode, I almost feel this kind of weird anticipation of, 
It's just because Andrew didn't click uh, welcome the ballroom. That's all it is. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's welcome to the ballroom. That's the problem. Um, no, I, I love it. I, I absolutely adore this show. I can't wait every every episode. I love Komiya. I love Natsume. I love the the Soma Morikawa thing. I wish they'd hurry up and get over their little hangups and just get it done with. But yeah, I love it. I just I wonder how that's going to happen because Natsumi just decided here recently not to go to the school that Izumi is going to be with Natsumi. So <laughs> I wonder how that's going to turn out. But yeah, I, I really like uh, Morikawa's change too. She looks really cute with her hair down. Um, I'm kind of with everybody else and kind of gushing about that. So really cute characters. They did the eraser trope too. I like how she gave it back to him because she wanted to get over it or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, they did the eraser trope, but they actually did something with it. <laughs> It's not creepy that you still have the eraser. He has no clue what that eraser is, but don't tell him what it is. When he finally realizes it. That's what's going to be like the big pinnacle issue is like Natsumi is going to finally confess to Izumi. And then Soma is going to come up and say, I remember he's going to suddenly remember what the eraser was. And he's going to confess her. No. And then she's going to break because she just decided to confess to Izumi. And then Kami is going to see the confessions. She's going to break. <laughs> and then everybody kills themselves. <laughs> <laughs> just because that's all title that's all title right there uh kino's journey the beautiful world i don't know why i don't write these down beforehand but uh yeah we're on episode nine i think 10 we're on 10 i think next episode is going to be kino's backstory yay <laughs> so so far it's been the coliseum we've seen readapted because we we finally went back and watched the original series uh the coliseum of course was adapted with this one um, we seen the kind country, which was kind the country? back was the the volcano uh, one, and then uh, which was I'm kind of the... turn away that didn't listen to this already. <laughs> and then we're gonna get the backstory of of Kino at least. There might be another one for the twelfth, which is kind of the the kind country is kind of the the ending episode of the last uh, series. So yeah, no, wasn't. No, because that's when she gets the other gun. That the other gun is what she uses in a lot of the stories. So it's actually like a, it's one of the earlier stories, if anything. Well, yeah, in the in the original show, I'm, or in the original story, but I I think it was the the ending uh, episode of the first series. Mm, I don't remember that. I don't I don't remember if it was. I I can't say for sure. Where's your Where's your copy was, of it? What was weird is it's not going to tell you anything. It's going to say when the kind country was. It doesn't have an. Does it have an episode list on it? I'm, I, I thought you looked it up on so. Google. Yeah, the the backstory of Kino. That that's a. <laughs> no, it's funny because when we when the uh, the kind countries popped up, I was like, I recognize that name, and then it started talking about how everybody doesn't like. Don't spin it in there. I didn't spin anything. Oh, I thought I heard it spin. The, <laughs> I like how the uh, it started talking about how the. The, the the people they, she was talking about the town before she got there and how everybody or the country and everybody, everybody was mean to travelers and I'm like oh no this is that one isn't it this is the volcano one isn't it and then it like goes in there and then suddenly the cute girl shows up I'm like no this is the one yeah, I know first... how this ends don't do this well maybe they'll change it I'm like I'm just hoping maybe they'll change it maybe the girl will go with him or her this time nope my my first in, uh, first reaction is please don't make the girl adorable this time I know they were. <laughs> I mean, even T, who's crazy that carries hand grenades around, is cute. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Stab Shizu. Well, let me see the. You're obsessed, aren't you? You're just what is that going to tell us if that's the last episode or not? Because I just I think that it it, it is. Oh, it's not going to let me in, is it? Well, you can slide up and put the password in. 
Um, but now <laughs> I, so my, my, my question really is, do you, what else, what other stories do you think they'll bring? I wanted them to bring over, uh, was it the one with the, the girl that was, was it the girl that had the, uh, trying to think of if the, the slave girl, was that only in the original? Um, I would assume so. Or was that in the new one? No, that See, was in the original. That's what sucks is I can't remember which ones was in which adaptation unless I well, remember the art style. I think of the that they're going to probably do a original show. I still think they're going to do an original. Um, I think that they're original setting show. up an original episode. Uh, when that was that was what was weird because in the the end of the uh, ninth episode, yeah, they he said that this is going had, to be going beyond. Yeah, they were. He was talking about how he's, he's waited so long to get this to actually do this story or something like that, and then it did uh, um, the kind country, and so I'm like, wait, I thought they were going to finish this. This is actually one of the more earlier stories, technically, since she has that gun, or she that's where she gets that gun. So maybe after they do the backstory, maybe they'll they'll just do one episode of some kind of conclusion. I and I think that's what they're they're trying to do is is get a more of a build up of who Kino is, and then do something that probably brings Shizu and Kino together because they've been, they've played up Shizu, which is something that the original show didn't do at all. Is well, He's is, gotten like what, four episodes now? Yeah. Something like that. Maybe three episodes. He had the, he had the, the radio tower, his introduction. Um, uh, they showed him in the floating city. And I think there was one more, or maybe it was just like a short story. I don't remember. Maybe it was maybe it was middle in that that one that had the the short stories. I I did like the the points country. Chris got a kick out of as well. <laughs> Kenny was talking to some old man, and he's talking about how he's been like president of the place, and he's a key, and the whole system of the world is that you do good deeds, or you give to charity or whatever, and you get points for it, and those points are used for things. And and there's a and you lose points if you do criminal acts. And so his whole point was that murdering somebody costs points as well. And technically, you can offset those points to the point that you could kill somebody and not go to jail. And he had accumulated so many points that he could technically kill somebody and he wouldn't go into the negative and then go to jail. And right. so he wanted to spend it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so... F-. I love that aspect because it, it's so true. It's like... He has gotten, he's basically at a point where he doesn't need anything. He's gotten all these points. And then he gets to this point that is like, this is an achievement. He, he's technically reached this point where something could happen and it would work. And he's like, and I want to do it. I want to kill somebody. And then he's like, you've had your, your, uh, your gun pointed at me the entire time. And he's like, yeah, I kind of knew that or something like that. And he goes off and he, it's like, he's like, can you, can you, uh, hug Bless my, baby my child? Yeah. And he's like, I'm like, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Yes. The kind country was, uh, episode 13. There you go. So that's why I was left know. with such a sad state at the end of that. <laughs> But I do think that I th- I do think that the 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 last episode is possibly going to be original. It just I the wording of the the ninth episode was implying something, and and we I was fully expecting that the last episode I didn't know that it was going to go two or th- three more episodes. So, but I was fully expecting the next episode was going to go into beyond where I don't know if it would be beyond where they've been before or what so 
the last two episodes has been kind of um, interesting that they're doing that. So it's possible that they're building up for for the the last episode. I like that here recently. I don't remember how they did it, but here recently they finally uh, put everybody's worries to rest that Kino is in fact a girl. <laughs> And you will see it even more solidified with her backstory in the next episode because it shows her as a little girl and she's working at an inn and stuff. I don't know how I'm going to feel about watching that in, in uh, the new the new style, but uh, oh we'll gosh, because they're they're not near as. It almost feels like this this version has been a bit darker. I don't I don't know how to better explain it than that. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the original version wasn't dark. It's just. They're not as not as shy about it as as the first one kind of was. I don't know how to better. Put I it. did I did like that. I know there's uh, a lot of debate on the Coliseum uh, retelling, but I did appreciate that when they did the Kind Country, they actually did that little play that wasn't present in the the original uh, or the last adaptation. They they had the play where it basically tells the story of the country. And I don't think they really hit that home with the original, uh, the the last uh, adaptation, because it tells why the kind the kind country would stay there. They it tells about how they've been migrating around, they've been trying to look for a home. Everybody turned them down. All these places would not let them in. They would not feed them or whatever. And they finally found this one land that was full of 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 life that they could use to build their home. And they built the home, and thus that would be probably why they turned everybody down that came to their country. So it gives reason it both gives reason to why quote unquote kind country was not kind to travelers, but it also gives reason as to why they would stay. Because there's there's lots of stories about these groups of people that they find a lush land. There's no, they don't want to try to find another land. That's their land, and so they stay there. So it, it, I like that that small little play actually gave context context to two different aspects of the story. So, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if we want to wait until our review. We can discuss the the yes or no if it's good that they did one episode for the Coliseum or not. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll, I, just, I'll just say my points. My points is I do agree that having two episodes was beneficial. Do I think one episode breaks the story? Not necessarily. But having two episodes did several things for me. One, it it gave me a face to the king. It showed me how bad he was. And it also showed me that he technically seemed like he almost wanted to die. Like he 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 was he had nothing. He was trying to search for something. And so Kino kind of ended that. And it also gives a lot more context to Shizu and what he was doing there as well. So I see both sides. I don't think it destroys the story, but at the same time, I think it adds to the takedown of the king rather than it just be, I'm in here, this this place is kind of weird, shoot the king, and then we're done. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I I'm I see both sides as well. I, I think that um, it, it does give a lot more uh, emphasis on Shizu and understanding his motivations as to what was going on with him. Um, yeah, we didn't necessarily but, know that he was... Well, I guess it's technically as we knew the story before, but uh, we didn't really give any context to Shizu until like the very end of the episode in the in the the new one because oh hey he's actually the prince and he was going there to kill the king <laughs> right and it, it, and it's one of those things that but my my leaning is more towards I think that the newer one did it better mostly because it was it felt more streamlined and it got to the point a lot better, um, but I can agree that having those motivations for both the king and Shizu is a good thing. And it, and it, and it makes it 
makes that make a little bit more sense as to what's going on in on the other side of the and 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 balances out the um the why why Kino and and Shizu both why neither of them wanted to back down at the end my my, my main point though too also was that uh, Kino has always been kind of this character that doesn't ever really kind of cross the line to changing the cultures that she's in. She usually goes in there, kind of experiences it. It's very rare that she actually crosses the line to actually change something or do something. So with this new adaptation, her literally just picking up her gun and shooting the king in the head, it felt it feels kind of out of place to her character because she literally just killed the king right there. Why would she do that? Um, whereas the two-episode sto- two story kind of gets into... This king's evil. He was trying to bring her or this other lady as her his his next love interest or whatever. And then he kills one of those girls because she turned him down. Literally by the end of that two-story arc, I wanted him dead. I wanted the king dead. I, 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 it was like, yes, Kino killed him. And that's not something I really had in the original story. The original story was like, yeah, this world's kind of weird. And she chose to kill the king. And okay, I guess she wanted to. I... It doesn't give context to why she would cross the line, so to speak. I agree. Yeah. Doesn't break it, but at the same time, it adds a lot of lot of flavor to it. So, yeah. King's game. It's, it, it's, it's basically, <laughs> you, you basically have, on in one hand, you have more context to a lot of the motivations. On the other hand, you have a lot more streamlined and yet still pulls it off type thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can I can draw the conclusions that she just did that in order to change the the world that she was in. But like I said, usually you have to have a reason for that. So, uh, King's Game is our next one, or Summer Game. Yeah, <laughs> I I really have no point for this one. Spoiler talk, except to kind of joke, make poke funs at it. Uh, I I did like. Are they still rapey? No, it's just the other way around, which you you probably be less uncomfortable with. So, so is more murder. Less. No, I'm just saying the guys get it too. So. Oh, the guys are getting it too. <laughs> <laughs> not Natsuko forcing herself on some dude and him being very uncomfortable with it. <laughs> no, I, I. But other than that, yeah, it, 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 that stuff kind of went out, out the wayside. They're they're getting more brutal with the stuff anymore. I I like the only thing I really enjoy about this is really kind of seeing the crazy things that the king makes him do. But at the same time, I just kind of laugh at the stupidity of the characters and how they managed to kind of deal with it. Like, most of them are kind of lost their minds at this point. I, I The dice one was kind of screwed up. I think the dice one was probably the most screwed up one out of all of them. Basically, the king says, you're going to all gather up, and one of you is going to have to roll the dice. And whatever number you roll, you have to name that many of the students, and you and all of them will be punished. So if you roll two, you name Billy and Bob, Billy and Bob are being punished, and you'll be punished. So somebody has to roll the dice. Nobody's going to want to roll it. <laughs> and then that person thus gets power to name whoever they want. So obviously they can name off the worst people of the group and take them out really quickly. And it's like every single time, it's like, how do they pull off somehow managing to get certain people to live through these situations? Like, obviously everybody would want not to go to die because she's getting people killed. But somehow she'll manage to get through the situation somehow. It's 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 crazy, but it it's still like it still lends itself to like wow okay they're they're doing that kind of moments or or Rhea pulls a stinking laptop out of her bag. 
<laughs> and starts coding up and talking about how this is a, it's this whole system the whole system is a virus and the texts trigger the virus so it was it was funny because it's like okay wow they're actually trying to explain this they're trying to give scientific and foolproof reason as to why they can a person can burst in flames out of nowhere because they get a text <laughs> that says you didn't you know do this properly or something you're being punished and she's talking about this virus and, and how it's triggered when certain words are being sent so everybody that dies gets a text that says like two letters or something like that and it would it would trigger it to kill them how it triggers immolation versus beheading or something i don't know but <laughs> At least they're trying to explain this whole thing, and I, I kind of I give them credit for that. But seeing Rhea like sh- the, the she's trying to hack the system, the virus, and then she, she fails, and so she and and she's being punished for trying to hack it, and she's she's <laughs> set on fire, and she's literally trying to type to correct her attempt to hack the system while she's on fire. <laughs> But no, it proves that she's able to do this by her clothes burning and you seeing that she was lashed a bunch when she was a child. And so she's she's more prone she's okay with pain. So obviously she can type. But yeah, it's not melting the laptops that she's typing on that she's immolating and she's immolated and then she goes over and she goes on this edge and just falls off the cliff and is like this is so darky. <laughs> <laughs> or this other game where if you smash the right hand, I'm, I'm probably get the, the which side's wrong. It's, it's fine, but one hand on one side, if you if you break a finger, you can assign a point to somebody else, or you can, you can give a positive point to somebody. If you if you break a finger on the other side, you can give a negative point to somebody, and whoever is the the lowest gets punished, of course. And so everybody passes because you would think everybody's gonna pass that way. Nobody's everybody's neutral and nobody gets punished. But no, one guy decides I'm going to get this Natsuko girl because she, you know, she's evil and she's she's got my phone and she's going to destroy it if and if you destroy your phone you're going to die. Um so he starts he <laughs> he takes him he goes, "Nabuaki, I need you to come over here for a second. And everybody's like, "What? J- let's finish this game. What are you doing?" No, just one second. He goes over to the side and starts cutting Nabuaki's hair. <laughs> And getting into how he wants to be a barber. He goes up and I'm like, what are you doing this for? <laughs> Nobody wants to know that he wants to be a barber before you kill him. Oh, because he wanted to smash his hand. And that's going to ruin his ability to be a barber when he grows up. <laughs> and he puts points on this evil psycho chick. And then somehow they manage to make this other girl. Who, who just gets her fingers smashed in by this girl. To give the points to her. It's like it just makes no sense. Why would she want to help her? Oh, it's 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 crazy how they managed to pull people out of these things. So I did. I finally got the spoiler that I got from making an outline. I realized that the last name of uh, Natsuko was the same last name as the girl that was in Nabuaki's past. So I'm like, okay, here's oh, the whole thing. So that's she why. wants to kill Nabuaki because he was involved with. Basically, the death of her sister. So that no, she didn't care. She was obsessed. She didn't know. Oh no, she's not a, <laughs> so, not obsessed. So I'm guessing the king just made it happen, and she doesn't really know or is not obsessed. So I don't, I don't know. That was kind of out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't really that big of a spoiler. <laughs> it was well. Anyways, that's that's King's game. I don't want to keep talking about this really goofy show. So yeah. Oh, they got the whole two th- the, the the texting thing too, because they had the 
one guy was with this other girl, and she had to text one person to die, and or no, two people to die. And so they had this whole kind of Romeo and Juliet thing between them. Like she was going to put this guy that she liked's name into a text and she was going to text herself and they were going to die together. It was, it was weird. Anyways, girls last tour. Let's go to girls last tour. Is, it, I, is there anything you want to talk about in girls last tour? I mean, it's very, very I, atmospheric. I don't know. If yeah. Really I don't, I don't, about. I don't know that we can really, I did like the whole, uh, fish that she wanted to eat. And the robot's like, no, you can't eat that. And she's like, Oh, are you going to hurt us? Or are you, you going to stop? Or, can you hurt or something like that? And he said, no, I, I cannot harm you. And he's like, okay, let's go eat it. <laughs> Cause I will have to contact the, the robots that do that kind of work or something like that. It was, it was goofy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a great show though. Uh, love is like a hot tail. I don't think they really anything to talk about that one. Recovery of an MMO junkie. Technically you finished this, right? You finished yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Cause I was joking at you about it. Um, so yeah, I guess we could do a full on entire show. Spoiler of, of recovery of MMO junkie. I absolutely adored the show, and I loved I loved the characters. Now I know it's a big a big consi- This is gonna suck because I know it's a lot of the stuff's gonna be stuff I'm gonna talk about in the the review. But any spoiler based stuff that you want to talk about, I guess I gotta force myself not to go on a review of this. Um, I did. I thought I didn't know how they were gonna end it. I guess I can get into the ending. I didn't know how they were gonna end this because it was only ten episodes. And it's still ongoing, and I'm like, are they going to find a good stopping point for this? And I think they did. I think they got a good stopping point. I mean, I was furious with Utah. I'm like, dude, (laughs) she's right there. She's beautiful. She's kind. She's very self-conscious. You know, hug her or something like that. It It was infuriating the entire time they were in his apartment. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she needs she needs you to give her support because she does not have confidence in herself. I frustrating. I, I thought they knocked it out of the park for the, for, I mean, the entire show. I, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I, I, in a way I wasn't really expecting what I got out of it. And and that's, I don't know how to better describe it. I guess it kind of played off the idea of the, um, I maybe the, at the beginning they played off the MMO a little bit too heavily, and so I guess I was expecting that for the entire show. But to get this really wonderful little love story out of it at the end of it was just beat all my expectations, and I, I suspect that's where a lot of people will probably uh, find themselves after finishing up the show. I think I think a lot of my appreciation comes from the fact that I can relate to it so much, and I can feel the characters because it really does go from. It really does go from her going, she's in a dark place. She just quit her job. She goes, she finds this kind of solace in this game. She makes connections with peoples, um, ends up making a, a random run in with this guy. And then it kind of comes in this realm of going into, I didn't really expect as much as we got out of Utah because it really does go into this idea that he created a persona for himself. I love the, I love the phrase that he said, uh, MMO is a great place to, be alone but not be alone or something right. like that um to to be alone but not be lonely something like that because it was it li- and i was like that makes perfect sense to me i don't know if it makes perfect sense to everybody that watches this but it makes perfect sense to me you are alone you're you know in your room or you're whatever and but you're able to communicate with people and not be lonely and it was mm-hmm. like I, I love that element it was it was a perfect way to portray what these people were finding solace in kind of doing these mmos so yeah, that 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 part of it kind it's of it's almost too deep. Me. 
Be careful. Too deep. It's too very, deep. Very simple, but deep. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really expecting them to go as far as they did with Yuta Moriko. I like the line towards the later part where it kind of goes into her wanting to better herself to not be an embarrassment to him. And I'm like, you're just going right back into that lack of self-confidence, girl. <laughs> but it did. I did like the fact that it was her saying basically... I'm going to go, I'm going to get myself back on my feet. I, I want to be with this person. I want to, uh, him to not feel that I'm less or anybody to see that I'm less around him. But it was, it was a cute little conclusion to it. And they, they got a little handheldy. Yes. Which is very lewd for anime. <laughs> public, public touching shoot, shoot is not the allowed entire, in Japan. Shoot, the entire time I was like, what the heck are you doing, Utah? Go and, just go and have sex already. I mean, might as well. <laughs> Jeez, Chris. <laughs> no, it was funny because when he was watching the last episode, and it sounded like he was towards the later part of it, and I said, or you said something about the, the what, the, how they ended, and I was like, uh, I just cannot believe they ha- they made love at the end there. And he's like, where? <laughs> I'm like, I think it was after the cast or something like that. He's like, I'm not seeing it. Maybe it just cut off. I'm like, Chris, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, you said they implied that, and I was like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know when they implied it. I. It was fun. Yeah, I went to the end of the the opening credits and the end of the I- ending credits. I was like, "What the heck? Where is this <laughs> this part, Andrew?" It was all about the dryer, the the dryer it's into the dryer. windows, the dryer into windows. The dryer sucks. <laughs> I hate the dryer. That was badly timed. Way way too cute. That entire episode was like, I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's dope. He's dope." All while texted or tweeting, "Oh my gosh, he's dope." Uh, way too cute. Uh, let's see here. Is anything on Omaro-chan? Nope. I don't know why the hell he's not telling her that her, he met her brother. I don't know. I don't get that either. It's like, it's so obvious. Come on, dude. <laughs> a sister's all you need. I, I, I guess the only thing I really have to talk about the sister's all you need is... The penny shot? At least somebody, <laughs> at least somebody knows, at least somebody knows that this is a girl. He's like, that butt or something like that. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I'm like, okay, this is both a very uh, inappropriate and very bad scene. But at the same time, it's me going, finally, <laughs> finally, somebody knows that this is a girl. <laughs> but uh, I agree, by the way. I agree. Ashley, absolutely best girl so far. Oh, my gosh. She's so she amazing. She is epic. <laughs> she's not in there enough, though. She's like like one episode in like like a four minute segment in another episode she just breaks everybody i I love her to death no the other thing i I got a kick out of the show i love uh miyako it's like outside of the itsuki's annoying as hell because he's obsessed with his sister con joke and it's getting old outside of the constant lewd stuff that they have to throw in there um miyako is like this staple of the show for me besides ashley being hilarious and that she's kind of that it's almost like the writer is writing that these that Itsuki is and these other characters are kind of the sign of like the frustrations of this industry. And then Miyako is kind of almost like their best fan who is keeping them giving them support because she's always kind of like when something goes down, like like Haruto and his his adaptation goes to crap. And she's like they're, they're like, why are you crying? And she's like, I'm so frustrated because you've I don't know how I would feel if something I put so much effort into and so many people put so much effort into didn't pan out and got destroyed by people. I love that kind of it almost feels like he's writing himself into these characters um, in a way because her frustration. But I'm like, Miyako and Haruto need to happen. <laughs> I wanted them to happen so much because I don't like Itsuki yeah. at all. 
I, I and then I, he gives I, up at some point. I'm like, no. I was mixed on 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 their pairing. I I wasn't sure if I was I was on board with it or not. I Anybody I do like Itsuki, though. I do I I do like I did like the kind of um uh the burgeoning love idea of that though i i thought that was adorable um i i'm 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 i i'm generally i like most of the cast I, I kind of agree that itsugi is kind of the one thing that is kind of ruining the show for lack of a better term i his his on and on about the 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 sister thing is kind of overwhelming and that's about the only thing that really kind of turns off the show for a and i can almost assume uh uh imagine why chihiro is is so <laughs> hidden about the fact that it's a little I that made, she's a girl i made the joke that i honestly believe that she was told by her parents your brother's a, a big siscon even at the age of whatever two or they well, he was at the time <laughs> uh you need to be a girl your entire life otherwise we're afraid for your safety I don't know how they're going to explain that. It it, it, it is. It, it, he is so overwhelming with it. It is very, very um, annoying. But the rest of the cast, I mean, I and I know that Nyata probably doesn't, or Nayuta probably doesn't work for you, but she's fine for me. I, I generally love the cast of this show, except for him. Nayuta's another one where when she gets serious, it's really cute. But most of the time, she's just kind of, uh, slut stuff like oh well I want to do you all the time and here's my boobs and everything let me see your boobs she's she plays into the etchy element so uh, they don't really they don't give her enough uh, they don't give her enough besides being just this this moe uh, etchy thing so uh, that bow though that bow <laughs> <laughs> the moment she put on her face I'm like oh gosh here's Simonetta. No, well, no, I wasn't even thinking about that. It's just uh, the the I was not expecting that bow to turn into what it did. I, I was like, okay, that 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 was funny. It's so funny <laughs> that they put the diagram up there, and I'm like, I remember seeing that. Like, I was like three years ago, somebody had posted on Twitter that that whole way that you can fold them into a bow. That was kind of funny. Um, but Itsuki every now and then does something cool. Like I, I liked when he was getting frustrated over. Uh, he he, and again, this is. It feels like them writing themselves into the character because he gets frustrated because uh, he says, "I do. I write these tropes into my characters. Like somebody gets upset that I write that this character does this and finds happiness, and everybody bashes it for being, you know, typical or tropey. But I do it because I want my character to be happy. I want my character to find happiness. Why is that so wrong? And it exactly. was like, wow. <laughs> and it kind of makes me rethink every time I bash something for having a." Oh well, they all live happily ever after. That's a trope, and it's like, well, technically, it's, maybe it's because the writer wanted them to be happy or something like that, uh, or maybe we're in recreator's territory again. It is one of those things. It's it's uh, I, a writer a writer does have this level of falling in love with their characters because they're investing so much into them, yeah, becoming them in a lot of cases. I think that's <laughs> I think he's trying to write himself in there to having a siscon relationship. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything to talk about with my girlfriend and show bitch? Nope. No, no. All right. Uh, Blend S. Uh, I am surprised how much I'm loving this show. <laughs> and it's really because of Miyaki and Dino, <laughs> the, the manager. I mean, of course, I did I did love... Uh, I wasn't sure if I would like Hideri, but then... They knocked they, her out of the park. They it pulled was it off. great. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because... For the most part, the, the beginning of the show, I was like, oh, gosh, the, this this sadistic joke is going to get real old real quick. I don't know how many times I can see this joke before it's going to get old. 
And then it kind of transitioned to me just being absolutely in love with the characters and their relationship. They're kind of getting at. I mean, the manager and Miyaki are, are uh, Mike, Micah are absolutely adorable. Micah and manager, I'm like constantly going kiss because <laughs> they're so cute together because he's so he's so awkward. And she's so I guess she has also an issue with like confidence and whatever. She overthinks things. Um, and then they got Kaho and, and the cook guy in the room together. And I was like, okay, I can ship this too. And then, so I was loving the characters. And I was loving the relationships. And then like when Hideri, Hideri showed up, that was where the comedy was really kind of going full throttle with all the characters. And I think that kind of helped having that mixture in there. But yeah. Uh, Miu, Miu and uh, Hideri's little adventure shopping was, was great. Cause she's like, this might be too much for my fans. And she starts punching her in the stomach. And she's like, stop softly hitting me in the stomach. <laughs> I, I absolutely love this show. It, it just, I, it, every, every character has just been absolutely wonderful. I love the, the, them getting lost in the banana forest for a while. <laughs> it was so great. I, it, I, I just have not found anything that they've done wrong so far with this show. Yeah. Way too cute. Way too cute. Uh, oh, the dog. <laughs> the, the dog, dog is great. <laughs> the dog. He was holding the f- figure hostage. <laughs> I was like, oh, no way. No way. Oh, my gosh. And then they go out in the park, and then the dog starts doing, like, a face to act like innocent or something like that. He's like, stop making that face or something like that. The dog was great. Need more dog. The sister and the brother were kind of funny, too. Uh, and that guy's obsession with anything foreign. Or, no, it was... She has an obsession with foreign. He has an obsession with with Japanese girls, or it's namely black haired girls. Uh, Yuka Holder, is there anything in Yuka Holder you want to talk about? I mean, it's interesting. They're kind of getting, they're kind of bringing Nejima back into it, and the lady that's controlling him, and fate, and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, like the, the I, I really enjoyed Kirie. I they went full blown harem here recently, which I didn't think they were until like two episodes ago and it started going full bone hair. I was like, okay, here's the harem element. Now they're bringing it to picture. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty much, I, it was doing fine. I wasn't really all that hot on it. And, and I, and I hate to say that adding the harem elements made it fun for me, but in a way it did because it was, I, it just, well, they weren't doing enough with the story either. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't really doing much of anything with it at first. And then when they added the harem elements, suddenly it became fun. Suddenly the, the character interactions actually started to pay off. I mean, building up, uh, it, it felt like the first few episodes was pretty much just building up Tota. And then the, the next three or four episodes was building up this kind of world that Making they were him doing. overpowered. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the last couple of episodes was actually the harem. And it, and so I guess in a way it kind of balanced out, but yeah, literally well, it, was, it was more like a, a harem episode and they kind of just ramped up with the story while having the harem uh, present. Cause that's when they really start getting into, yeah. The, uh, the, I forget what her name is, the lady controlling uh, Negima and, and uh, fate and, and, uh, what looks like now another clone. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know if you watched the recent one. I'm guessing not. Yeah. They got another clone. So the last episode I watched was, he's going to be the bad clone, but he's actually the most powerful in the end. So yeah, the last episode I watched was the bad guy who, um, he, he, he was stuck in the room and they were doing the background of basically Negima and, and then he broke out of the room. 
Yeah, it was just one, one more episode later. Questions. They suddenly, I don't know where go. There's a tournament. Time to join the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's here's this other clone. Um, so yeah, now it's, now it seems like it's gonna go crazy now because they have like basically five people facing off against each other. So I'm not sure what they'll do there. Uh, Sun got to know lion. Our march comes in like a lion. I want to get the episode viral. We're on nine of the second nine season. Nine of the second season. Remember yes. the second season? Yes. Which I don't know. It was the first one, 22 also. So this is like, what, 31? Something like that. Somewhere around there. Uh, there's a few aspects to this season so far. I guess we can start off with Hinata. <laughs> the most heartbreaking aspect of this season is, is Hinata. Oh my gosh. I, and it's funny because we were talking about that in a discussion when we were talking about they had that poster that they put up for fighting bullying that Shaft was helping with some schools. And it was like it showed uh, Hinata reaching down to a young Ray. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I don't remember Hinata being uh, bullied. And then it like, OK, here we go. <laughs> we're getting into her being bullied. And and it's it literally showed that aspect in that was in the poster, which was Kirie, or Rie being or Rei being young and Hinata reaching out to him because it was literally portrayed in the show that she was this kind of she was uplifting him because she was fighting she wasn't running away and she was kind of that that uh that healing that almost he needed so yeah this absolutely love the kind of anti-bullying story that they got going on um i've i've loved the fact we're just that they're getting crying every two seconds yeah <laughs> it's, it's just it 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 hurts and it's just so uplifting at the same time i i want to destroy people in this <laughs> this school of hers but yeah it it's absolutely that that is absolutely i'm i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it it's just it was such a wonderful it's such a wonderful story that they've got going on there takashi is like best teacher again <laughs> he, was, he i loved his speech that he gave uh ray in the the first season like kind of uplifting him and how you're this young kid and you're doing more than most of these parents are doing kind of thing. You're working and going to school and all the kind of things you're dealing with stresses that we could never imagine. And then he comes up and he's being angry about this other teacher and he wants to go down there and, and pound some sense into her or whatever. And they're like, no, no, you can't. And it was, it was cool that he kind of points out that you can Google this and it's like, there's no solid answer for bullying. It's always different. And the, the, the remedy is, is never foolproof and it's never clear. And it's like, it definitely gives that sense of, of how, useless they feel and they're definitely pulling it off but yeah it, it's 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 just breaking me at the same time i'm i'm loving it every bit of it because and I, I solely think that ray's gonna break here soon because now we have uh uh his friends now ill and in in danger so it's like he's gonna snap he's gonna snap all the stress is hitting him i do like the fact that uh, when when they were when they were talking about the uh the other teacher and and he was going when the at first it was um there is no right way of handling this and then and and you automatically think that okay well that kind of justifies what the other teacher was doing because maybe they didn't they not intervening was what she felt was the right thing to do and then the second time that it started revolving around back on Hinata and and she pointed out this is this is the the consequence of the situation because you didn't intervene before. Yeah. And she kind of Stop went back and said, <laughs> she, she went back and said, well, why aren't you fitting in and, and, and threw it back on Hinata. And it was like, okay, no, this was the problem that you didn't deal with before. And, and so when uh, she kind of, like I said, threw it back on Hinata 
And Ray goes and tells Ta- Takashi about or the the other teacher about this. He's like, he turns into a dragon. He gets into it. <laughs> he gets furious because you're you're not supposed. She's standing up. She stood up for the other teacher or for the other girl, and you're now bashing her for being strong and doing something about it, which, which should have been your job in the first place. So I love I love that entire thing. It's. It, it, I I love the way it's it's playing out, and it sucks because anybody that's dealt with bullying knows it's 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 one of those things that even if the teachers intervene, it's not going to make it any better. Like there's right. no there is no remedy. It, it sucks because there is no remedy. Nothing can fix that situation because the moment you do something to fix it, it makes it worse. Oh, you toll on us. And, that's all it's going to happen. And not to mention the the downward spiral. I mean, the girl, the girl that uh, that that ended up leaving the school, she she has a 50-50 shot. Either she will go to a new place where she gets a yeah, fresh start. That she's not actually going to school, and she's she's getting yeah or like psychiatric help right now. It's like or therapy, whatever. Or the other, uh, the flip side of the coin, where she goes into a downward spiral because of the 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 lack of confidence that she uh, she gained by i i know lack of confidence gained is a contradiction but the lack of confidence that that was compounded on and she goes into a new place and she secludes herself automatically and that will well, yeah, force people to separate himself yeah they kind of point that out a lot but these these clicks kind of get put together at the beginning of the year and they a lot of shows hit on that and then the idea that when they if they're late for the first day they're already out mm-hmm. they're out of all the groups and you're talking about like mid-year school. Everybody's got their friends, and the so when she comes in there, she's just going to get isolated immediately. So, yeah, yeah it's it's it sucks. <laughs> it's a very touchy subject, and I think they're handling it very well. And uh, even though it's very hard to watch, uh, I, I kind of hinted at it a little bit when we were doing our first impressions. But Goto, my gosh, they actually managed to make me kind of like him. <laughs> no, I think what was more fascinating about Goto was that they kind of showed me that it wasn't necessarily that the sister was at fault or the sister wasn't the victim. It kind of goes into showing Goto, he, his his wife is in a coma or whatever. And then um, I can assume that Goto and, and was trying to fill that emptiness with Kyoko, but it's it, what they show us is Kyoko pushing herself onto Goto. And, 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 and she it, wouldn't leave and he basically had to let her in because she wouldn't leave. And, and so it, I was like, wow, I don't, I no longer see her as a victim. And it, it is one of those things. It's like, at the same time, both of them are kind of, I, I don't want to say mutually that destructive. they're, yeah, they're mutually destructive. I, I don't think that Kyoko was necessarily a victim. And at the same time, I don't necessarily think that she was a, um, uh, an aggressor in that situation. She probably just, because she felt that she had. She loves him and she wants to yeah, comfort him. Well, well, at the same time, I think that she also has a, a void from her father yeah. not not really necessarily being there. And so she kind of got that filled with uh, Goto. And he's not necessarily trying to reciprocate those feelings, but he doesn't want to um, flat out throw her out on her butt on, in, uh, in the cold. So and at the same time, he has yeah, a boy that he wants to feel as well. Exactly. And so that, that, that kind of is, is, is working together for, and, and it's not, it's, it's like Andrew was saying, a mutually destructive, uh, poisonous relationship that is just what it is. But like I said, that is the assumption I'm making about what happened before then. Cause all they show us is that he, his, his wife is in the hospital and he goes home and Kyoko's there waiting for him and wants to cook something for him. And then she comforts him um, in the bed. 
it doesn't show us how they got to that point. Was did Goto confront her first? We don't really know. I don't know if he technically went after Kyoko or not. We only see Kyoko coming after him and then them comforting each other. So I, I really am curious if they'll end up showing us more of that. Maybe after Hinata's story, they'll. It doesn't seem like they're taking turns with things. It seems like they're going parallel with a lot of the story. The, the stories. So. Um, I'll be interested to see and, if we'll see more of their, their and, backstory. And we don't know that they've ne- necessarily um, have done anything. It's right. just, I mean, he might have, in a moment of weakness, maybe they did, but it, it, it hasn't flat out said that they have been together. It's just they're in... They're in, comforting each yeah, other. Yeah, they're comforting each other somehow. Um, But it does kind of throw it in that little moral gray area there because it's like, technically just, his wife yeah. is in this hospital and he's with some other girl. It's like, so it's technically not a good thing, but at the same time, it's like, now I kind of understand them. And it's like, yay, I, I, another character I no longer hate. I still hate the teacher of Hinata. That's yeah, still one. She's, and, now, and if they, next episode they, they, they sell the, me on her, I'm going to be really angry. I'm going to be real mad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, find out that the the kids have been beaten up on her the entire time. So. Yes, <laughs> or she or she's been trying to get the principal or something to do something about it, and they keep they will telling, hate the, t- the and principal they keep, instead. <laughs> they're they're threatening to fire her, and she doesn't want to leave the children. She's so she's staying and staying, staying quiet for the children. And she's trying to secretly, quietly stop the things from happening, but she keeps getting foiled. And they destroy her car and threaten her family. And yeah, see, we're gonna we're gonna get this. We're gonna we're gonna get sold on her eventually. They do it with every character. Just wait, just wait. Oh, Poor Haru. Uh, oh, the sisters' was, parents. Oh, my oh, you're gosh. going to the sisters' parents? No, that one was a bad one too. Because they asked, yeah, the teacher asked him. Uh, so where's the parents or something like that? And I know that, and, and yeah, I think it dawned. You said something about it dawning on you as well. I was like. That's right. We never heard about the dad. Yeah, that's right. Because we always know. heard about the mom being dead, but we never really. I we, don't know we, why we, I it was almost about a it. kind of an automatically assumed assume that they, they died. died. In, yeah, it, yeah, at the same time, it, I don't. Because why else would they be f- with the grandpa? But oh, no, by yeah. the way, dad's gone, and he's got some new family. It's <laughs> like, what the hell? Stop it! You're <laughs> killing me. I I just like how I like. Yeah, you can see them as being pre- a lot of shows will throw these tip like okay, yeah, the mother's dead. But the way that this show portrays these things, it feels very natural. It feels like something they're really truly dealing with and they respond to these dealings naturally. And it's like the so you can have something that maybe uh you know, a lot of people deal with bullying. A lot of people deal with parents dying. A lot of people deal with divorce. A lot of people deal with fathers walking out on them, but the way they're they're showing it feels very natural and feels very respectful to the, the, the content they're talking about. So, yes. Still a fantastic show. <laughs> what were you bringing up before I derailed us to this? I was the parents? Uh, Haru uh, getting sick oh, in the yeah. middle of his match. Just flopped over. Their rivalry. They were going to do it. His rival. I like how they were. <laughs> I liked how he was asking, like, tell me what's going on with him. He's like, you do realize that me not telling you the truth is a bad sign. <laughs> He's like, yes, I do understand that. Uh, yeah. Land of the Lustrious. This one, I, I I, don't know why, but I love it to death. I love this show to death. I uh, I guess spoiler discussion-wise, um, they they've been knocking it out of the park. Foes. <laughs> they're, they're destroying foes flight. 
yeah, that 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 I it's it, this was a show that it was kind of one of those. I love the fact that this has become the kind of surprise of the season, and I don't I don't know how else to better describe we it. We have to look it, back at our preview if this was we didn't do a we didn't do a daggone uh, gems for our preview for winter. Oh well, yeah, we didn't. Um, we could probably just do an insert. Um, but no, it's like this one. I want to know if this was the one that we were pointing out. I want to think we, it was because I was fascinated by the style of it. But I want—I don't know. It's its one of those things that it, I love that this has become what it has. We we watched it in, and, and, and it, it, it was one of those, what are they going to do with a bunch of uh, 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 gym girls? And... It ended up being this fascinating story. I, I can't wait to see if and when they're going to actually dig into these, um, the background of this this kind of world yeah, they, that they, they haven't really dug into except dumped, for one episode. Yeah, one episode they kind of dumped it on us, and I was like, okay, whoa, there's actually a story to this world. It was it was the 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 sea creatures was the was the flesh the flesh the gems were the bone and the and the the. What the Lunarians? The Lunarians or the spirits. Mm-hmm. So it's like this element of, are the Lunarians trying to recombine themselves? Is Kongo Sensei God or something? Because they all seem, the spirits seem to come to him and, and, and they're, worship they're, doing, him, they're yeah. doing worshiping. So it's almost like Sensei is like the God figure and he doesn't want them to recombine. I'm assuming it's because mankind destroyed themselves and he doesn't want them to come back together or something like that. It, it that, that element is just really fascinating, and then to add that with like, I I love the directing and the 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 quote unquote camera work, the positioning of the 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 view angles that they're doing with the action and whatnot, and then Fos being absolutely dorky every now and then, uh, like kind of less dorky lately because she's lost her yeah, personality. She's <laughs> become kind of really cool and not dorky. <laughs> every now and then, it'll kind of poke out of there, um, but yeah, I just. Her her transformation it, it was very uh I like abrupt, how they pulled but it. Off. It was it was due because of how much she got destroyed in the previous episode. Yeah, it, it, I loved how they pulled it off. It, it, of the having her face a reality of something that she and yet at the same time it was mixed in with this losing a bit of herself, which I think was so well done. Um, yeah, that was just, I, I thought they pulled it off, knocked it out of the park as far kept, as I'm concerned. Kept moving and parts breaking and filling in with, with the gold or whatever. And I'm like, oh gosh, she's totally going to lose herself. And sure enough, next episode, she's different, both for loss of personality because of her memory and because of Antart- Ant- Antarcticite. Antarctic- I didn't know there was an Antarcticite. Is there an Antarcticite? I've never heard of it until today. Are they just, are they just calling so. frozen ice Antarcticite? I think what it is is probably fossilized ice of some sort. Yeah, probably. I I don't know. I, I haven't looked it into it. For the most part, I mo- I know most of them. Uh, like I I knew C- Cinnabar and and how it has mercury, and I I've known known a lot of them, but Antarcticite was one that I'd never heard of. Fos forgot Cinnabar. I knew she was going to forget Cinnabar. <laughs> It's like sure, I'll go tell Cinnabar. And that, Who's and, that? and you know, it was it was kind of frustrating. It it, it almost seems like that should have been some kind of a a a, a moment for Cinnabar, and and she she kind of passed it off. And I don't know why. Maybe maybe they, she just hasn't revealed that that bothered her. Yeah, she's Sundere. She yeah, totally she's Sundere. totally Sundere. Um, let's see here. I I just don't want 
Dia to go. Uh, they were flagging the hell oh, out of Dia. Oh, no. I, I'm thinking, if anything, it's probably going to be Bort. Bort. They'll probably lose Bort protecting Dia. Because Dia's pretty much got an entire episode of her being in trouble. So I think Bort's got to be next. We'll see. Kongo, Kongo Sensei needs to wake up. <laughs> right? Kongo Sensei needs to wake up. Don't you uh, dare take her. away Best Girl. He's sleeping through all of that. That dude sleeps like a rock. He got, falls asleep like a rock, too. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> no, I, that I was, loved it. That was cute, too. I liked... Uh, I, it's so weird, their relationship with Sensei. Because it's like... I remember, I love that one scene where... Uh, they were asking Phosphalite, like, why are you so obsessed with going out there and fighting? You're fragile. And she's like, I'm doing it because Sensei has a special place in my heart. And, and it was like dead silence. <laughs> and then... And she's like... That's the same for all of you too, right? And they're like, yeah, but I, you never really put it that way kind of thing. It's like, oh, you all, Foz, don't mind telling Sensei how she feels. I say she, even though they're supposed to be gentlest, but they all wear dresses when they go to sleep. And yeah, they're they're very feminine, so. Okay. <laughs> Konohana Katan, you ready for that one? I'm, I'm, I don't know what there is to talk about, but we'll go for it. You could just say your favorite moments, I guess. I, I like I like the dog one. That was that was a the cool dog twist was one. awesome. I loved the dog. That was perfect because it was like it was funny because at some point he shows back up and he's old and I'm like, wait, how long has time passed for the real world versus this world? Because Yuzu's still an adorable, innocent little girl, and this guy just comes in and he's he's old now, and it's like. Oh, okay. Then it all kind of comes together when it shows that it was a dog the entire time. It was like, okay, that was really cool. I like that twist. Yeah, they, I I thought that they pulled and the guy that was off the master. They pulled that off and they they knocked it out of the park. That was just amazing. Um, I did like the the rainbow, the rainbow or the the rain, uh, the rainbow crafter. Yeah, I I thought that was amazing. It, the way it looked, the the how how they pulled it off why she had to do it right then and there um why she was focusing so much of her attention on it that was wonderful the wedding dress though the wedding dress for the child oh that was hurt yes because and i know that that's actually a tradition where if they lose a child too young that they will make their wedding dress so they have their they're basically they're making the wedding dress for the child for the wedding they never had Right, and so it was this whole thing where she was trying to craft this wedding dress that would fit the the daughter, and sure enough, they revealed the daughter's gone. So and they pulled oh, in, the, and they pulled in the dolls in, 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 and and made the doll in, involved in it. That I thought was really cool. You mean the moetified no 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 porcelain doll? Not the not the porcelain doll. It, the the um the doll festival. The how that 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 all intertwines in it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The Suicidal Liar, I thought that was actually a pretty cool one. I, I didn't actually think that was going to come around to something interesting, but um, that was actually a pretty cool one. The one that the girl isolates herself by lying about everything, and then it kind of implies that she was going to commit suicide, and some random girl shows up and finds her at the very end. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. Oh, that was pretty I That that cool. one, I think that made me kind of tear up a bit. Uh, Yuzu's past was cute. I I think anything involving Yuzu, like Yuzu is like so pure and cute. It's not funny. Her voice actress is adorable. So it, it just, it, I, every time I see her in a scene, she just, she's way too adorable. So that kind of amplifies everything that's been happening in the show. Uh, like going down into the turtles 
going back to the turtles' place and they start going in the water and they start <laughs> drowning. I was like, I was like, what are they doing? Are they like have some kind of air bubble? Maybe these spirits don't need to breathe underwater. No, never mind. They're drowning. That was way too cute. Um, I think that's all the ones I kind of wrote down really quickly or jotted. Um, oh, the confession. I did like the not, not Natsume's confession to Ren, or actually, technically, the 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 spirit's confession to Ren as Natsume. That was that was cute. I did like. Um, I I know this is going to set Andrew off, but I did like the the doll episode. I thought that was wonderful. Um, I just kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I I liked the way that 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 turned out. I it, it had this whole Velveteen Rabbit of. That your 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 doll actually has feelings and and they this was supposed to be for this this girl she never got it and when it was when it was time they threw it away it, it was it was just such a wonderful story I loved it Velveteen Rabbit nobody knows what that is anymore you have to say Toy Story it's a Toy Story thing it's a toy that's no longer needed well Velveteen Rabbit is I'm is kidding, is just a a soul in a in a um in a toy that. It's joke, Chris. It's joke. It's joke. It's joke. <laughs> and we're, now we're going into that. Oh so, my gosh! Do you, I mean, do you have anything? I love like sunshine too. I, I like anything. it. I I'm I'm disappointed, but I do I did like it after catching up. I I don't I know how Ruby's, to better describe it. I think it. Ruby's episode with the Saint Snow. I think that was a cute episode, even though I had to suspend suspend my disbelief at the ending there because technically. Ruby and the Saint Snow sister girl they made a song together in secrecy, but yet. When everybody arrived, they suddenly performed the song. It makes no sense to me whatsoever why everybody knew the song immediately when they arrived. I was totally wanting a Saint Snow Girl Ruby, you know, duet, but I don't know. I I, I liked uh I, I was cute though. I liked Kanan wanting to 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 be uh named uh Kanan Chan or I something like that. Idea. I was or Dia Dia Chan. I thought that was adorable. Um, I loved the uh, the the sister story. I, so I overall, I've loved it. it. I'm still just kind of tweaked by tweaked, if you want to call it that. I, I'm still irritated by the uh, over overdone personalities, which that, for lack of a better term, is the only thing I can describe. Um, I still am kind of bothered by the fact that they're just randomly dropping in. Uh, uh, performances and there's no build up to the performance. No, um, it, and and it's just after the performance, they're like, "Well, that was a great performance." Oh wait, I didn't know that was a performance. I I skipped over it because I thought it was the ending credits. And so yeah, that's that's about those are about the only things that are kind of bothering me. My bothersome comes in the fact that yeah, the quirks are at like fifty hundred out of ten right now, and. They're finishing each other's sentences, but doesn't make any sense all the time. Uh, like they're talking on the roof, and suddenly there's a bunch of girls down in the, the courtyard, and they somehow hear that what they're talking about. And then there's a speech two seconds later. Chica jumps up in the air again. <laughs> but whenever they're not doing that stuff, I, I enjoyed the dog story. That was that was really cute. I, I usually the dog story was adorable. I didn't I don't usually care much for Rico. It was Rico's whole thing with dogs, but that was a really cute little story. Um, but like I said, I think my pinnacle this season was probably Ruby and the St. Snow sisters and their whole story together. Um, outside of that, most of this has been pretty much a blah season for me. So, but that's right. Uh, vanishing line. This one has been, it's been a lot of fun for me. I, it's been pretty much dumb action for the most part, but here recently it kind of got really real with the story. Cause it, for the most part, it was pretty episodic, um, 
in introducing the characters, here's the sword, he fights stuff, Sophie's involved, she wants to find this Eldorado. Well, here's Gina, she's fighting something. Well, here's Luke, and Luke's fighting something, episodic thing. And then it kind of gets into, okay, here's Eldorado trying to come after Sophie. I just got, you know, ripped out of me when they took out uh, Sister from, from Sophie that was really portrayed really bad. I mean, not bad, but like in a bad way, but bad as in heartbreaking way. Um really felt for Sophie. Um, and then they kind of jump right into Luke and his story with the night, which I think was, was great because it kind of transitioned right into this. It's not often you have crazy action shows like this, where they actually get into the aftermath, like literally sword and this night guy go crazy transformation. They fight through these buildings. Everything is getting destroyed. And then he leaves off with Sophie and Luke's left behind. And he's actually, you know, visually watching the relief efforts. They're trying to pull people out from the rebel that technically sword and this other guy caused. And it, 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 it did pretty well on like, you know, getting into how these characters were kind of dealing with the situation and the, uh, sacrifices, I guess that were kind of made in that situation. But, uh, it's been, it's been fun. It's just been kind of back and forth between fun and pretty screwed up at the same time. So, yeah, not not much to not much to talk about just because it is pretty episodic for the most part. Um, hopefully, by the time this arc ends, I'll have some more details to talk about. Anime got trays, Not really any. Not really, it's unless you want to point out it's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just laugh at the the. I mean, it's it's they basically make fun of everything. Nothing, references. nothing is I, held back. <laughs> I did. I think my the most my most favorite part so far was definitely. Uh, was definitely Yui, who is, is technically voiced by the same Seiyu who does Megumin from Konosuba. And they have her in front of a microphone in the anime doing a spoof of Megumin saying how she likes explosions. Yuin. I'm like, no way. They actually spoofed a character that the Seiyu did in another show. So I, I hopefully lo- they're not in control for that. I absolutely love how on, on point this show is as far as knowing... Um, uh, acknowledging things that the um the fandom is aware of and i love like like andrew was i kind of half mentioned was the three episode rule i love that they just they dug into it they said you're not being fair to the show as a whole if you were stopping at episode three i love that they are talking about this stuff even got to the stinking climax exactly (laughs) i and and i love that they are aware this is proof positive that they are aware of the three episode rule um so i love that they are they're they're just they're digging into everything they're very on point they know about the fandom they know about their industry they know it it's it's it i love it yeah the, the the they were talking about like the, the after and it's funny because at, at the same time the, the show has a habit of going back and forth between doing the uh, again we're doing I'm doing review stuff but I like how they're going back and forth between doing the 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 jokes of the what the fandom sees and the things and they they also kind of do a it's almost like anime 101 so it's all it's both humor for the fans but it's also is a great way to kind of get into uh the fandom or the anime, how anime is made because they, they kind of give a very quick and easier, uh, quick and dirty type of how anime is made. And the whole joke about them going out and having a party afterwards and stuff like that. So it almost feels like they're trying to do, if you're new, this kind of tells you a little bit about anime, but at the same time, like they get into source materials versus adaptations and all that kind of stuff that I think 
new fans would probably get a kick out of as well. So I think kind of tries to play to both audiences. Yeah, I love the 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 they're actually having the debate between uh original source material and anime uh uh adaptations. They're actually having that debate right and there getting, in the, and them getting fired up about it and having that person yeah. in the middle that says, "Look, we should just love this. We should just enjoy this. Why are you not enjoying this?" So yeah. I agree. Oh, wake up girls. I think I'm just going to leave that to the review. I I am so infuriated by that show. I am so mad at that studio it's not even funny uh yuki yuna is a hero you Watch don't show, want my chapter and hero you don't chapter. want my 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 opinions on it on what wake, up, wake girls? up girls oh oh you're probably gonna be just as violently yeah filled pretty much mine <laughs> i'm not mad at the characters i'm not mad at the story i am mad, at, mad the at, the at the studio i am mad at yeah anyways uh yuki yuna is a hero uh so I want to clarify this first. Okay, so we watched all six of the previous story. Watched Yosumi's chapter. That was six episodes. We also watched the the recap episode. And then we watched, I think, three episodes into the new arc, the hero arc. Yes. So that's technically six, seven, ten. I think that's the ten marker on Amazon. Um, because they they count the recap, which technically wasn't an episode so i just want to clarify that uh i guess we can start with washio's uh we can pretty much do a full spoiler talk about washio's chapter i did not think i was gonna i did not know i was gonna love that as much as i did i it was one of those things where you go i know how this is gonna end we know who is the one that's not in the after story we know washio's in the later story we know sonoko's in the later story so i the entire time i'm going so what's going to happen to Jin? They never specify that Jin dies, but we know so that unfa- she's not there. <laughs> exactly. It was so unfair because we were like, I'm not falling in love with her. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> the and they thing. still did it. <laughs> the entire thing is like, I don't want to get connected to these characters because I know what happens. And and then they're starting to be silly. And they brought some goofiness out of Washio that we've never really seen before. And it was technically Togo. And so I was like, Wow, they're they're being goofy. They're a lot of episodes of being shenanigans, and I'm like, you're building this up to us being angry. I'm not gonna fall, and then it, it did it, and it's so crazy because they tied it so well in with the next cha- or the technically the first season because it talks about where they got the, why they brought in the uh, the Monkai power and the and the the Sanji the 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 protectors for them that it 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 made it really crystal clear why they needed to create the system that ends up being such a looked down upon thing in the, in the first season because they lost Jin and they wanted to protect these girls. And the only way that they figured to do that was to use these kind of guardians. And, uh, which makes me kind of question what they're doing right now with the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, Jin's Jin's death was like, Oh gosh, that hurt because it not only does she die, but they have to stumble. They have to find her. And then she's literally st- Die, she died standing her ground like I think it even shows the marker on the ground that she would not let them pass and she's dead standing there on the marker I'm like no this is so bad and then we have like a following episode of them being everybody being you know in sorrowful state and then they get thrown into another fight in the middle of the ceremony for his, her death and then they come back out of it and everybody's like you disappeared during the ceremony Did you have another? and it was like this is hurting so bad they kept dragging it out so yeah they 
they pulled off exactly the same thing they pulled off with the first season. They know how to make me connect with these characters and just break me. It's it's gonna hurt. The end's gonna hurt. I know it will. And then the recap. Oh my! And it basically <laughs> took all the sad oh my moments, gosh, right? <laughs> all the sad moments from the first season, and they condensed it into twenty three minutes of hell of of cry. <laughs> I was hurting so bad. I was like. This is like this is the most emotional recap episode I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that that hurts so bad. You didn't forget that you, you we made you cry, did you? Well, here, twenty three minutes of how much you cried. Yeah, I kind of I kind of assumed that uh, Togo was being put into some type of thing to fix what she did. Um, but they ended up turning into that black hole that she was trying to 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 block. I almost. I, I kind of cracked a joke, but it's not, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I kind of joke the idea that it technically is feeling pretty Madoka right now because it was essentially, I'm going to sacrifice myself for everybody. And then they go, no, I don't want you to do that. I'm going to sacrifice myself for sacrifice for, to keep you from sacrificing yourself. So it is kind of this whole thing where they're passing the baton. Um, it is kind of interesting. That they have the whole element of Yuna being very isolated because she feels like if she doesn't want to be a sacrifice. She wants to tell them about what's going on, but the the system is putting into effect that she if she does, it curses the people around her. And I thought that was kind of an interesting twist to it. Um, <laughs> do you want to comment on that whole thing? Well, my 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 idea was I I wonder if it really is that she is um, passing it on, or if they all have it and they're refusing to um, to acknowledge it and every one of them are actually um have the same curse because they all technically went to help uh togo but so. she was the only one that was there to pull her out of it right she was I, in, I, she was in the location where it it's was spreading and that's that's a that's a matter Everybody of else was she's the only one that they've actually shown ha- uh taking on the curse and the other ones were her uh uh every time they only show it when she sees it sees them so i i don't know it's interesting i i i was just throwing it out there as a kind of an idea i thought at first that it was a thing where they all had it but i like i told chris i think that there's certain characters that would not i I don't think karen would keep it a secret i don't think that she i know that fu would because she wouldn't want to worry her sister i know itsuki wouldn't do it because she wouldn't want to worry her sister i know togo wouldn't do it because she'd essentially ran off to sacrifice herself to begin with so um, but I don't think Karen would. I don't, I don't think that she, but in, even at that point, even having Fu get in tr- uh, getting hit by a car, I think it would have been brought up at that point. So I, I think it's been a, a spread kind of thing I, is my opinion. But, uh, well, I was kind of mentioning earlier, it's funny that, and I almost, I almost wish that Sonoko would pull, push, uh, would point this out, but they had the whole Washio story. They lost Jin. Jin was the reason why they brought the Guardians out. And the Guardians' whole thing was that when they when they protected their whenever they used the Monkai to essentially and and it would, they were there to to keep them safe. Whenever they used the Monkai, they would lose something about themselves, but they were protected by these Guardians. And then when they bring out the Guardians again towards this this new arc, they're like, "But don't worry, the, they don't sacrifice parts of you anymore. They just have charges, and when the charges run out, you no longer have a shield." And I'm like. That's not better. <laughs> That's not better. Why? Why doesn't Sanako go? But that whole thing—the sac- the sacrifice of something of themselves—was the reason why they're surviving. Jin didn't have that, and that, thus Jin died. So why would not? Why? I almost wanted Sanako to point out. Look, I think that was actually a better system because 
if we had this system we have right now, Jin would be still be alive kind of thing. But just a random thought that popped in my head. Yep. Yeah. Still loving it, though. Um, I'm still kind of scared as to what the heck's going on. I love... I, I put it in my nose. I love the... What the heck? Scissors to cut food? <laughs> what, the, what the scissors come from? She's like cutting food in the diner with scissors. This is random. Did you even watch Keeping Up on Elegant? Okay. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm keeping up on it. Anything I'm, to talk I'm about? I'm a few episodes behind, but it's fine. Okay. Magical Girl cir- uh, Circle Guru Guru. I think I'm probably going to talk most about this stuff in our review section. It's funny mm-hmm. as heck. It's so funny. <laughs> like, he, he, he gets to the last sword and they just hand it over. <laughs> He's like, that was quick. He's like, we're running out of episodes. Yeah, technically, you're pretty close to ending. ending. Uh... And the, the the crazy meow Kukuri was uh, uh, Kukuri was cute too. They went all Dragon Ball Z on. I like the Planano was hilarious. I, they did my first baby thing. They did my first baby <laughs> trope, but it worked because they did some great comedy out of it. I liked I like how she couldn't uh, every embedded, time embedded the uh, respect father, your daddy thing. The, the father voice. <laughs> She's like, okay, fine then. I'm gonna do it. That was great. Needs to get all huffy and puffy about it. Uh, welcome to the ballroom. Do you have anything to talk on that one? I love this show. I don't know why you would ever not love this show. It's it's just awesomeness. We're not doing a review. Did you want to talk about any scenes or spoilery stuff? No. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything. I, I think the last... Ever since we talked about it last time, I, I don't think there really has been anything that's been truly stand out, out as, that I've liked about the show since then, so... I don't really have much to say about it. I did. I I want to say that I liked Akari, uh, uh, pff, Akira. I but I think that's mostly to do with the fact that I love our voice actors. So <laughs> I just feel like I, it's been kind of all over the place with the show for me lately. So like it's like one second it's talk about this guy's backstory and then oh we're talking about Akira and, and Suzuku again and oh oh Tatarai uh, Tatarai was is his muscles been loosened so let's. I, I guess it's the competition syndrome thing. I just I I get lost in these shows whenever there's a competition, and this has been a very long segment of this latest competition. So well, and and, and the the sad thing is, is, I think that's kind of the formula for um, sports shows is getting into the backstory while you're doing the competition, eh? because you don't want to focus on the competition for an entire twelve episodes. I did like his backstory. I forget what his name was. The 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 guy that was smoking. Um, yeah, smoky guy, smoky guy. Uh, I did like his backstory, so don't get me wrong. It was just it felt like it was out of nowhere because we were going to that, and then suddenly, and it's talking about how he's angry at Tatara for smiling all the time, and it's reminding him of his, his old self. And then it's like now we're on to Akira, and Akira's talking about how you know she wants to dance with uh, Shizuka again, and it's like or not Shizuka, um, Chinatsu. It's like okay, why are we doing this now? <laughs> And, and well, the, and 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 I think that that's all working for me. I don't know why it's working for me. It it just is, and I I love the how Chinat, uh, uh, Tatara and and Shinatsu are finding a way to work together um, over over the uh, during the course of this this uh, this last, competition. The last and, eight episodes. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's it's it hasn't been just flat out okay. Uh, I. Okay, Chinatsu, who's used to being a lead, randomly deciding, well, I'll just become a follower now, and it's 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 not something that you just let go of when when you're used to that. Especially if that if your partner is not doing well, 
you automatically want to help and make make that that group better and and it's it's something that they have they're working working out headbutts and all yeah i i was i was fascinated by that for the first episode they did that it's just it's been way too drug out for me so that's just me though uh but we'll get more on that when we we do our review because it's got like what Two more episodes left, and they're not gonna—they're not gonna finish it. So, well, they did say that they were gonna get past. They're already past the manga. I want to say, yeah, they're—they're gonna be—they're gonna be, in concluding this, it'll be past the manga, and he's gonna continue on after that. So it's—it's not gonna be the, the whole story. Which sucks because that means it—it'll be like ten years before I see another around twenty-two of this, unless I get into the manga. Ugh. Well, even then, the manga is gonna probably take another. forever before it's going to be past what's currently at so because he's kind of slowed down here recently apparently that's all the shows we have we we we, we managed to pull we were, we, were, we kind of went back and forth between being worried about having enough stuff to talk about and i'm like i i looked through it and i'm like no technically like mark's coming like a lion we're gonna talk way too much about and so we ended up pulling together pretty close to two hours of a of a uh spoiler cast now i am going to be posting this in i don't know a couple of weeks i don't know I think it'll be this weekend. So we're we're recording a little bit early. So it'll only be about an episode gap for everybody. So that actually is probably better for you guys. So you don't have to worry about what episodes you're running into. But I'm telling you this at the end of the spoiler cast that a lot of people probably turned this off already. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this spoiler cast episode of the fall 2017 season. If you guys have any comments on it, just go look for the thread in our forums at talkaspear.com. There is a uh, seasonal discussion forums. You can go there and find the actual show and talk about them in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, we're at talkaspear.com. Go there for all anime new and old. Great community in the form of links top. Social media links on the right side. And y'all take care. Oos! Don't